There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Fangirl Zone. I am Sean Fangirl S and welcome to the first official solo podcast of Fangirl Zone's relaunch. We are talking today Star Wars, and I have a great group of people with me today, and we are going to start across the way with Leonard, <laughs> who you may know as the Englishman in San Diego from the UK. Hello, Leonard. Hi, Sean. How are you? Good. Um, and I did promise everybody a non-spoiler, so you're going to get a one-sentence non-spoiler from everybody first, and then it, we're going to go in super spoilers. So, Leonard... Quick, your okay. one sentence non spoiler okay. for Star Wars. Non spoiler sentence. Um, one hell of a ride with some questions that need to be answered, but it's certainly a massive relaunch for Star Wars, and it is back. Okay, and now we're going to New Jersey with <laughs> Dave the Clone from Hollow Nine. Well, thank you, thank you. Uh, may the Force be with you. <laughs> Is that your non-spoiler review? No, I was going to say, that's, that's me buying time to follow the gigantic sentence that was like the starship that we first saw in the first movie that flew overhead here. I was like, uh, my one sentence non-spoilery, literally, you witness the Force awaken. Ooh. Okay, and I have two folks joining me from, I can't say my great state, but from my state. <laughs> First, I have from Blurds on Nerds, Mr. Matt. Hello, everyone. I don't know where that accent came from. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it came out of nowhere. Hey, everybody. Um, my non-spoiler is that the movie made a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> and joining us from another section of my state, Mr. Christopher from Nerd Element. Hey. <laughs> Look out, non-spoiler, uh, movie good. <laughs> and last but not Thank least... Thank you, Hutch. How are you? <laughs> and last but not least, coming to us all the way from the West Coast of the U.S., we have from Geek Uprising, Ian. Hello. And your uh, non-spoiler. My non-spoiler review, it's the ice cream that I've always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was what I promised everybody, my... When I did my first ever Periscope from the theater, and and my non-spoiler is, I liked it. Okay, so now, fair warning, there's going to be nothing but spoilers, nothing but conspiracy theories, plot holes, tinfoil hat theories, so if that's not what you want, I would recommend turning this off now. But thanks for the download, you know, thanks for looking <laughs> to find that out already. <laughs> so... <laughs> so you have three seconds if that's not what you want. Three, two, one. Okay, we're going into this now. Oh shit! Can't believe Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. <laughs> 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 okay. 
Okay, so obviously we've all seen it. So I want to ask how many times everybody has seen it. Ian? Uh, twice. Going to go for a third time next week. Dave? Uh, only once, but so far. <laughs> Chris? And so far. Twice. Uh, Matt? Three. Leonard? Leonard? Are you there? Uh, three times, and I've nodded off halfway through. <gasps> I did too, Leonard. I did too. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it was because it has been a very, very long week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in between. I went to see it in between Christmas and New Year, and it was just been a very long week. And you I, know, that's no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> no, Leonard, 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 I saw it at 7 a.m. and halfway through the film, I was like, I was just so tired. <laughs> yeah. The movie was bad. I was just literally now. tired. What's happening yeah. now? Where are they? It was, really, it was really embarrassing as well because I nodded off about the, mo- the moment when um, the gang kind of found Ray on Starkiller. And I was woken up by Ray screaming when um, <laughs> basically Han had just been shish That was the rudest <laughs> awakening I've ever had in my life. I just, oh, where the hell am I? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> that was a rude awakening just in general, I think, for the audience. Yeah. But anyway, you know, you're sort of like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Han Solo's, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why did that shit just happen? <laughs> what is happening here? Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's <Okay>. over. <laughs> I only seen it twice so far. I do want to go see it in IMAX. I just don't want to see it in 3D. But that's honestly because I wear glasses and contacts, so... Sometimes it just screws with my head too much. I've been hearing lots of people saying that it doesn't actually add a great deal in 3D. That's what it I've doesn't. heard. I saw there's it a, there's I a couple of shots, time in IMAX 3D, and I was like, well, this was nice to add a couple bucks to my ticket price, but they didn't do, like Prometheus did more 3D stuff, is what I guess yeah. I'll say, wow. to, yeah. to kind of cover how I felt. Not that I, the 3D stuff wasn't awesome. I mean, shit, that TIE fighter almost hitting you in the face, that's like, fuck, I'll, I'll wait 30 years for that. That's fine. <laughs> it just seems like such a, it just seems like such a, a ploy to get more money, yeah. um, from us consumers are like already being too. gouged anyway. I think the the only movie I've seen I've seen plenty of movies in 3D. I didn't see Star Wars. I refused to see this movie in 3D. But the only movie I've seen in 3D that I appreciate was the one that did it first, and that was Avatar. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, no one else mm-hmm. has really been, in my opinion, been able to master it. I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean did it. Like all these movies do it, and they film it with a 3D camera. But it's like, what's the value besides yeah, me wearing another pair of glasses on my man. glasses? <laughs> no, it's that, a great film. No, no need for. I, I, I can experience it very well in two D. Okay, okay. Well, I'm, I'm just not feeling the three D, and I'm hearing the same as you guys that it wasn't worth it. That it just okay. There was a couple things here and there. It was great, but it just wasn't yeah, well, enough. The, the film stands up in two D. Yes, I mean mm-hmm. it, yeah. it, it stands up generally. It just yeah. But it didn't, it, did, it didn't absolutely need it. But well, it almost reminds me of, like, did you guys all see Mad Max Fury Road? Yes. <laughs> uh, now, 2D. that movie I have only seen in 2D, and there's, there are moments when I'm sitting there watching that movie going, oh, that's some shit they just threw in there so that the 3D would be like, oh, there was something right. in 3D in this movie. Like the steering wheel flying out at the end. And to me, I actually get a little pissed when I see those things when I'm watching it in 2D and when I'm watching it in 3D. I'm like, what the... All this is covering, we would have already cut to more action by now. You know what I mean? Like, we would have cut to something else happening. Right. And, uh, and, the, and, uh, the spears to this camera kind of moment. 
Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, look at this pointing at screen. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was one shot in Force Awakens where literally uh, the new, I guess the <laughs> the first order version of a Star Destroyer was just like it just popped on screen and it literally felt like it was about to hit you in the face. You're like, whoa, whoa! I could hang my hat like right <laughs> off. This. And, I thought uh, that was cool. I thought that was really cool, but it did need to be in 3D. That was yeah. That was not the Actually, only major thing, really. Yeah. I don't know. The the the, the, the Jakku, um, you know, Millennium Falcon fight, and that mm. was rather tight in 3D. That was nice. You know, like but little it, things. Well, that gives you more depth, together. though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, like, does it, but does it really like take the experience to the next level? That's. Does it take it that twenty dollars more? <laughs> Might be like one. Is the twenty dollars? How much you spend oh. on your glasses, man? It's <laughs> like when, I, when I saw it in IMAX, um, seventy millimeter, I saw it in two D first in a regular theater, and the second time I saw it, I saw it in IMAX seventy millimeter. And that Jakku fight with the Millennium Falcon—that was amazing when they put it to seventy millimeters. That was amazing, but I feel like, okay, you give me some depth, uh, I'll save my five bucks. <laughs> right. I like the gimmicky ones. Like, I like the very first thing where, like, Kylo Ren freezes the laser bolt. Yeah. Oh, that was and amazing. Walk past that. When that's in 3D, you're like, whoa. Like, it felt, mm. again, though, that was the most J.J. Abrams shot in the whole movie. There was lens flare. <laughs> there was a floating thing. And, like, a whole bunch of people looking around like, we don't know what the fuck is going on. And you're like, oh, shit, this is like a, like a, almost like a Star Wars tribute episode of Fringe for a second. <laughs> We had some great moments. So let's get to some of the things that happened, and we are questioning it. And I know one of the questions is the First Order. Hmm. So okay. we have the First Order, who apparently Our came out first of, order of business. <laughs> is the First Order. It came out of the ashes of the Empire, but were they ever really ashes of the Empire the way they you know, portrayed this? The one thing that I didn't quite get with that whole setup was just what the the background was. Is is the first order now effectively the new rebellion, and the hmm. the, the 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 rebellion is now the new government or the the new Jedi, as it were, the the new kind of the the boys on top. I, if so, I mean they managed to uh, if they're the kind of the underdogs, they've got a planet-sized weapon. Yeah. Um, how, how, yeah. How, who's funding this thing? I mean, <laughs> how did nobody uh, notice that thing? <laughs> uh, yeah, that, I constantly am amazed. I'm like, dudes, there is a fucking planet being cracked open. Nobody and a noticed giant like POs being installed in it. Like <laughs> you could see it with the naked eye. Look at that chair face. Chippendale is writing his name on the moon. And we're sitting here doing nothing because fuck it, we forgot what Jedi's were, yo. We forgot. Yeah, what... I just feel like the government didn't notice those purchase orders going through. You know, Shut up. Like... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how, how do you? How do you... How do you test drive that thing? Oh, look, there are stars literally missing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> on the first run, we're just going to turn it on. It's supposed to suck all the light from the sun right there, which should then make all those other planets just start drifting away, right? Like, is, yeah. is considering the idea of heliocentricity here, I'm just saying your galaxies are the way they are. Like, the, like what are the fucking physics? I, that, Quit I throwing science in. 
No, I mean, but you have a really good point. I mean, when I when this all happened, I was like, is there a prequel that I can read? Like, yes. have the yes. six, seven? but they're going to come out for many years. Well, yeah, but that's too late. Like, sorry, <laughs> I'm just going to be completely blunt. Like, that's too late. So when you have something like the First Order wanting to destroy the Republic, it's like, okay, well, why didn't they just destroy them a long time ago if you have this laser? Like, why are you using other planets, like, as a test? Like, why don't you just destroy the Resistance planets? And kind of just get it over with. It just seemed like it was forcibly um, delayed for movie sake because because movies. Yeah, it's like that's an obvious obvious plot hole. That's like okay, y'all could have the first order could have ended this story a long time ago. (laughs) Right. I mean, I am going to refer to an article I saw in the Huffington Post. I'm sure everybody saw the 40 glaring plot holes of yep. the new Star Wars, and then there are 20 more added to it. And there's all kinds of debate about some of them, and some of them were bullshit. I will flat, I'll flat out admit, like, yeah, totally, dude, that she pulled the wrong switch and those monsters got loose. Um, but one of the things was, what is the tactical advantage of having a planet like this? Like, why was why is this a better design than the Death Star, which no matter what, this is the third giant fucking machine you guys have built that was able to be blown up like the day you started using it. Third time's charm. It's like every grand opening you have gets crashed by the exact people you're trying to kill because it's just like, fuck, whatever. We always skimp on security that day. It's the whole 30 years of building this shit that we're like, whatever, no one can get in here. But the day of, we're like, oh, by the way, this thing's going to blow up a planet later. Line up. There are seats still available. And you wonder why the bad guys get in. I don't know. No, I mean, you bring up great points. Like, And this is like the first time I watched the film, I was – all feels like this movie's everything i've been waiting so long for this film and then i see it the second time and i'm like uh that's weird <laughs> and then, but i'm still enjoying it and i still enjoy it to this day but even the third time i was like okay <laughs> like this is not logic this is literally <laughs> this is literally jj and x writers are in a room and someone had to have said well shouldn't we explain this and jj goes no We'll worry about it later. Like, yeah, I mean, the, the last time Star Wars tried to apply the logic to uh, itself, it involved midichlorians. Oh, This is the polar opposite to that. Thank yeah. God you did not <laughs> those in this movie. But yeah, the, thing like, uh, the thing that's sad is, like, I mean, Leonard, you're absolutely right, but it's like, can we find a nice middle ground? I don't consider this middle ground. I consider it the polar, and it's like, these are glaring... If this was a normal movie... This movie would have been ripped apart. Oh, this, it would have been absolutely torn a new one. Absolutely. Uh, it would have been. And I mean, that's just I, the truth. Like, but there's a Star Wars, it's like, oh, we're in a galaxy, and it's all fantasy, and it's a time jump, and no one remembers Jedi for some That's reason. crazy. That's the cra- – oh, that pissed me off. So Now, yes, girl, I'm going to I'm gonna make the same caveat you did, Matt. I'm going to say I love the movie, okay, guys? Star Wars yeah. has been a part yeah. of my life since as long as I can remember it's the first, the New Hope is the first movie I remember watching as mm-hmm. like a three or four year old, you know? Um, so Star Wars is very near and dear to me. That said, uh, there are things that I feel like in love we can say, yeah, unfortunately that didn't fucking work. And <laughs> it, it almost in some ways starts to feel like the story for this game, 
I mean, this game, this movie. <laughs> this almost like this game discard- of sabers. It's, well, thank it's, you. It is like it's like a discarded video game script that they were like, well, hey, we could like beef this up a little bit and actually make the movie, right? You know, it's like uh, it's kind of parallel to the first movie. There's this, you know, pilot. Don't make me started on that. <laughs> so it almost sounds like something that would have been like a generic, almost the path of Luke run through that you would play on PS4 or something. You know. That's well, I find concept. it. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of so find get it. on that, LucasArts. We want the game. <laughs> <laughs> I do find it interesting that the way that they said these particular stormtroopers that the First Order has, they're basically all stolen as children. Yeah. Nobody's saying anything. Nobody's like, um, these assholes keep taking my kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you know, I know it's a pretty big galaxy, but um, maybe somebody might have noticed thousands upon thousands of children being taken and nothing's being said and if you do have the government which is the republic which does get bone to shit literally um, <laughs> maybe they would have do this maybe, basically well no because the jedi was like we can take your child to be trained we're not like we're stealing your child if you don't want to i guess we don't have to but if you turn your head i might take him anyway but <laughs> It just seemed kind of odd because we finally find out that it's not just a clone army because we have Finn. Thank mm-hmm. God. <laughs> yeah. But the clone armies are still out there. I'm yeah. still pissed about what the cl- I mean, the Clone War before any of those movies came out was just this thing of legend. And again, it's like the logic that was applied to it just made it so that, like you said, thank God Finn's not a clone. We're so afraid of all these things that were done to this thing that we love, like right. in our later adolescence here that we're just like, everything is suspect. And, you know, it is. It's like First Order equals Third Rake. But do we not think maybe some of that mystery is left to be explored over the next two films? Or I, I completely oh, agree. Yeah. I think with you know, the, the the Easter eggs that they're that J.J. purposely put in the film was like to establish, like we know that Finn is not a clone. He was kidnapped as a child. I'm hoping with this huge market push for Captain Phasma, Phasma, Phasma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for you to have her as, um, to be in all the marketing, to have her own toy, to have her going all on these market trails or um, advertising the film, and she's literally in seven minutes of the film, I'm hoping that her and Finn will have a parallel story in episode eight that draws from the from their past together. That's my hope. Do you so wait, you're you're thinking so we're going we're we're already starting to get into crazy theory territory, which is fucking <laughs> awesome. Um, are you saying that you think that she is is sort of like Finn, like she's having this, you know, force awakening type reaction to what am I doing with this empire? Um, you know, this new empire. What are no, what are we that, doing here, you know? That's a great question, but I don't think I wouldn't go that far, but I I feel like you push such a character that had such little value in the film, maybe that's to set her up for the next film, meaning because I, I'm hoping that, you know, when you watch it, like, let's, for instance, um, take the show Supernatural, for instance, the first episode or the first season was uh, Monsters of the Week, right? Mm-hmm. There was no type of arc. It was just these two brothers that go out just doing stuff. You just know them on a superficial basis. Then as you go to season two or season three or episode eight to parallel it with Star Wars, you start to get this depth for each character, the meta for the characters, their origin stories, what makes them them. And I'm hoping that Finn's, well, everyone, but for Phasma and Finn, that we explore that backstory. Because I know she's not dead. 
Oh, no, gotcha. Tin no. pan or whatever they say, a trash compactor. So no body, that... no crime, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just now thinking this whole relationship thing between Finn and Phasma, that you've got some strange history background going off in the background. They, they, they had a romance, and it just kind of broke up. And, uh... you know, ah. Uh... No, I, I, I'm serious. I really hope that episode A, like, really dives, not really like it's a solo film, but explores that history because we do want to know, like you said, Sean, like, this is like a, a pandemic. Like, people's kids are getting kidnapped, like, well, all over the world or galaxy, and no one's saying anything. I think what they're doing, um, they obviously they can't explain everything in the movie. They're doing uh, the new uh, extended universe. And I think you have to read that to get some backstory. I'm reading, um... oh crap, what was it? Well, see, I thought the EU <laughs> was mostly thrown out. Yeah, there's a new one. Oh, well, there's a new EU. one. Oh, it was thrown out so they could sell us new shit. Is what's going yeah. on. They're pretty, pretty much coming. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how much of the new EU is actually relating to this film? Um, there's oh, going to be a new trilogy. Yeah. Um, Star Wars. It's called Star Wars Aftermath. I'm slowly reading it. I hate the writing. Wait, is it already. comics or is it novels? Uh, novels. It's novels. It's novels. And comics. And comics, oh, yeah. So everything's Jeez. interweaving. Just Why do I bother one. asking? <laughs> <laughs> if you're alive, you're breathing it. It's Star Wars. It's in the cereal. You need to eat the cereal. No! <laughs> I want the cereal. Uh, you have to look through your okay. own shit for the secret message. That's let's, how it works. Let's go way back, way, way back to the original Star Wars. I remember the three C... Three... Wait, C-3PO cereal, and it was horrible, but I insisted on having it multiple times. I don't know. I just remember it being god-awful, So, my <laughs> and that's why is, I can't get the new stuff. So my question <laughs> is, with, the, with this aftermath, this Star Wars aftermath, this is a prequel before yeah. The Force Awakens. This is, is what happened to, to the Empire. So, but is this going to answer my questions for Seven? I'll let you know Eventually. when I'm done reading it. So have you, I've heard some stuff, are we allowed to talk about stuff we've heard, or, well, I mean, I don't want to actually spoil you if it's past where you are in those, but have you seen anything about Naboo in what you've read so far? Um, honestly, no. I've only gotten okay. chapter two and I fell asleep. Then, <laughs> then I won't tell you what I've heard, That's not. That's um, not good if you're falling asleep two chapters in. I know. No. All right, now, uh, oh, go ahead. No, I, I'm just. I, I was very curious about that because, uh, I mean, from the, in this film, it completely ignores the uh, the prequels entirely. I was just wondering how much of the EU was actually dealing with the prequels because, and this is the reason why I've been a little bit quiet since it was uh, dissed a little bit earlier. I'm a prequels apologist. Um, what? I, I am a prequels. That's like finding out had a traitor in our midst. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> we have a stormtrooper. There has to be one. I mean, yeah. Oh. Okay. So, yes. Well, ex explain though what you what you mean exactly, Leonard, for everybody um, listening. Well, I'm like you say. I mean, the the whole thing of um, the prequels was completely ignored in this film. But um, I already have my little theory of uh, Ray being midi chlorians, another pure um, virgin birth. Virgin birth. Oh, another I, new generation of the. Uh, I was totally hoping that this new trilogy would totally fucking fix all that shit because I I uh I hate like to the core of every that like from that moment like watching episode one in the theater as soon as this midi chlorian shit came up I was like whoa no <laughs> this is not fucking hap so a uh, someone that oh god fucking bugs it's microscopic but it's dust mites is <laughs> 
I was so furious. And, I mean, I think you can do so much more with it being this unknown force that could still create light. You know what I mean? Like like the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, she's the neo anomaly of the universe. You know what I mean? Every once in a while, they truncate enough of those mathematical equations, and they wind up with a one that just doesn't fit anywhere else, and it can like manipulate the whole matrix. Like to me, that's what—that's how I have to retcon the whole prequels trilogy <laughs> for myself. Like I'm like, this is just their, and I think I read somewhere that this is sort of the route they're going to go in the new films. Is that well, midi clearings is just the sort of science answer to like how the force works and it's just like part of the force like the force is still like more mythical and mythological yeah. and fantasy yeah. but that's yeah. some way our our fragile minds had to use our science to <laughs> disprove magic and, and <laughs> test you know what i mean so so you could say oh sign your kids up for midi-chlorian testing let's root out who all the new jedis are going to be you know <laughs> you know it's kind of funny because if if Going with what Dave just said with that, like some kind of testing, it reminds me a lot of um, Divergent when, you know, they're testing people to see what they are because they don't want these certain groups. And, I mean, you kind of have, and I don't remember his name, the Harry Potter kid, who who was like the general that was spitting on everything. It's like he got so excited. Um, We are going to destroy the universe! Yes. Uh, I'm like that. If anybody needs a downer, just you let know. everyone know. By the way, that's him saying that, and that's not me. That was not me doing Jersey. That. <laughs> the thing is, like, I don't understand why did he need to bring everybody together for that speech. It was yeah. such a waste of a scene. I'm like that because he was totally, crazy. That all into question how, like, maybe the first order really isn't that big. You know what I mean? Like, this could be. Them saying, <laughs> we have a dick and it works and we're going to use it. Today's the day we prove it. Okay, so let me ask you this. Like, yeah, dude, because we're flying around <laughs> shooting up villages and shit. I feel like we're the bad guys right now. Nobody knows who we are. Oh, they'll know. They'll know today. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you, let me bring this question then, because if, and I thought that I was like, well, the first order maybe is small, but if that's the case, then they're all dead. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> their first move, they're like, hey, we're here to fuck. Get our asses kicked. So I'm like, assuming episode eight is dedicated to the Knights of Ren. Like, they'll be the villains for the entire film. I don't, I don't that know. That should be interesting. I kind of have a theory on the title of episode eight. Okay, go ahead. Knights of Ren? <laughs> no. Uh, episode eight, Billy D. Williams' Revenge. Ooh. <laughs> Well, oh, we, have we all heard the spoiler about who's Finn, who Finn's father is? No. Well, we know. Yeah. Oh, we know. Okay. No, go on. Oh. Uh, I mean, it's official. It's officially confirmed, and this is a. This is a. I've seen memes. It's a marketing thing, like a toy, a puzzle, or some shit was released that basically says. Finn, whose famous father is Lando Calrissian. Like, it's like literally like Finn Calrissian, you know, son of the famous Lando Calrissian. What? And you're like, wow. wow. Let it well, go I was for like I said, there's one other black guy in the galaxy. We know who his father yeah. be. Guys, yeah. I'm sorry, but this is this is right up there with what I was about to say with um with uh, Ray. I don't actually want her to be a Skywalker. I don't oh, want either. Finn That's to be. That's actually what I, I was going to get into with Ray. I don't need to. Sh- it shrinks the universe so much. I want 
I want it to be opened up a bit more. But I do want to say this, and and Disney has made this official, or Lucasfilm slash Disney has made this official, that every Star Wars movie you will see, whether it's a prequel or the main trilogy, will center around the Skywalkers. The Skywalkers will not leave. This, so this it really city. is one family just fucking up the whole universe. It really is one family that's <laughs> fucking up the entire. Mm-hmm. And they say that it's they like, will not leave. Like it's they like will not maybe leave. they need counseling, and then we wouldn't have wars. I and hope Ray is not. But they're also it's like still. not. At least they're they're changing the names though. Like you know, I I yes. know Ben was not a Skywalker. He was an Organa or a Solo at mm-hmm. the very. You know what I mean? Like so, he may be of Skywalker descent, but unless Luke has another son. Which, if he hasn't okay, done wait. that already, wait, wait, wait. the Skywalker name is going to end. You know, See, this is this is where I wanted to go in with theories on on Ray, and I have one, and mine's based on apparently the EU that got thrown out, <laughs> because in in the previous books, the EU um, Mara Jade, yes, was uh, <gasps> Mara Jade <laughs> was married to Luke now. I don't know everything because I didn't read all those books. Now, I believe she was a dark Jedi that was working for the Empire. Am I right? Whoever read to assassinate Luke. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so this was this was my theory that I had to quietly talk about because I didn't want people to freak out when we were in a restaurant because <laughs> like everybody was there from the movie that Luke was training Padawans. Mm-hmm. That there, you know, Ben Solo was there and basically fucked it all up. And started killing Padwan. <laughs> Fucking bad. Mara Jade is p- actually part of this, that they haven't brought her in, but she found out she was pregnant with Luke's child when all that shit happened because he was off-world training Padwans. She's like, I gotta get the hell out of here. And she had the baby, and that's why Leia had a connection, because she went to Leia and Han to find a way to hide the baby. And... Mm-hmm. She trained her the best she could along with Leia when she was little, and Leia was the reason that they put her on Jakku because she knew that Ben totally went off the edge and would <laughs> had heard about another child who was being trained, but she See, wasn't. I feel like Luke. one of the most uncreative people on earth because I do not think of that shit while I'm watching these movies. <laughs> <laughs> who is she? Where the fuck is she from? Yeah, the thing is like, so Sean, what you're saying, I've read that on season. I think it's Reddit can teach you so much, but also <laughs> take you to a completely different universe. That's if someone has dark web. Did dude. somebody actually Seriously. have this theory already? Because I someone just, had this theory oh, and I came um, up with my brain, my myself. No, I mean you can't. You're very rich, Sean. I think your originality. I think you're amazing. Um, but people, you know, people are really they critically think about these things, and my whole thing was. If that's the case, why did Han nor Leia remotely acknowledge her? Han kind of did, but it was kind of weird. This is where I was going with that. I feel like offering her a job, Han knew who she was. See, I thought Han knew something but didn't recognize her. And I thought Leia, because of the whole Force thing, that's why that hug lasted a little longer and went a little deeper because Leia realized who she was. Because you're not... I mean, when you see a child, and this is the question, how old Ray was, because I can't, I'm thinking like five or six. Some yeah, people she, were thinking she four. Like when they dropped her off, mm-hmm. you mean? Yeah. yeah. When the ship was flying away, I think so she was like five. So you're not necessarily yeah. going to look exactly the same. And so that it wasn't until after when Leia finally realized who she was, and that's why, you know, the hug was a little longer, that she knew that they were family without 
you know. Well, she's uh, also really like, like the idea of that. she's <laughs> really a follower. <laughs> like whoever Ray is, she's a follower of the Jedi lore. So like we have to kind of start there with, like I feel like everything I've seen online completely ignores what what I thought was one of the most significant lines is when she goes, "You're Han Solo." Like she knows who Han Solo is. You know what I mean? Like like there's. Like, it's, it's, she's got a fucking TIE fighter helmet in her little junk apartment. Like, she knows <laughs> yeah, about she, this That was shit. a rebel at home. Yeah, but yeah. she also but knows, she knows, she knows the about the Star Wars. It's stuff of legend. Yeah. Right, so right. Why Leonard. is she all by herself in this remote part of the world but knows all this stuff at the same time? You know what I mean? Because like, everyone knows. Well, it's, right. It's like everyone knows about Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't watched Sherlock. <laughs> okay, you can get I bounced. I got pressure <laughs> Not everybody does know, though. You know, like when when Han has to say everything you've heard is true, it sort of to me was like, it's almost as if somebody actively removed the pop culture knowledge of from everybody. Yeah, somehow they brainwashed a lot of people, or all entertainment became like a big mind wash of no more Jedi, no more old Empire, follow the new First Order, or something yeah. along. Well, it's like surely the Je- the Jedi are pretty much dead at the end of. Um of uh, episode three i mean it's it's really they a uh, forgotten religion as it says in new hope yeah. yeah but i mean look at return of the jedi look what look, look what that did and it's like clearly han han is still alive it's been a couple decades like it's not it's not like it's been hundreds of years and he looks yeah, you, fabulous and yeah he looks <laughs> fabulous <laughs> he bought, like, uh, he does the best things. out of them all like leia yeah. Uh, I don't know. I ha- I had a bit of a, a crush on Luke at the end. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beard was so manly. Oh, man. He looked so really creepy. Yeah, he looked like the, he was touching the Padawans and they made him leave. <laughs> a little bit. But it's just like, you know, that's another thing. Is like That's a huge plot hole. It's like, okay, it's been 20 years, movie time. Like, I mean, in, in sure. universe time. And it's like, you you have mind wiped everybody. Like, they're not 12. You, you have people that are in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Like, I no think it was it. more that everybody was afraid to talk about it because when the Knights of Ren end up coming up, they're basically killing everybody. And they probably had heard more about everything that happened with Kylo killing all these people. And they're like, we better not talk about it because he's killing all the supporters. Yeah. yeah. So, it, and you can kind of parallel, parallel that with... You know, like World War Two, like people knew that the Nazis were doing shit, but they didn't talk about it. Yeah, it's much more overt parallel with the not like like First Order equals Third Reich. You're like, whoa, yeah. oh shit, yeah, you know, yeah now just... it's on. Like we are uncomfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And what I... they've kind of done in the new EU is that the Empire so far they haven't really had an ending for it, and a lot of these planets that have been, they're just imperial rule. All their news comes from the Empire, and the Empire is saying that the Death Star didn't blow up. The Rebellion has been crushed. The, em- the Emperor is still alive. And that's, uh-huh. as far as these people know, that's what's really going on. And okay. so if the Empire is never completely squashed, and then the First Order comes out of what that was and takes over where the Empire left off, a lot of these planets have been for 50 years. They've never seen or heard of anything of Jedi. All they know is this imperial rule that just changed hands from one guy to another. 
Okay, so let and me ask you this. They've just been forced this their whole lives. But let me ask you this. I mean, Chris, that's a very educated guess or a, 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 a real statement. It, could come uh, from it sounds the like you know that. A lot of it's been released in the books and stuff. But see, that's, that that's so the, that's far it's that. Thing. Okay, but how am I supposed to know that? I've never read the books. How am I supposed to know that? Right. Yeah, yeah I, I have the comics, before, yeah. the books, like it was before. Mm-hmm. See, to me, that, everything. you could easily have done that in two sentences in that crawl at the beginning. That's, and that's, yes, what I'm yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like, how, like, I, I appreciate Chris and others that read the comics and know the lore and know all the EU, but I don't, I don't know that. So when I go see the film... I have all these questions, and I shouldn't have to look at someone and be like, well, yeah, you should know this because you should read the comics. No, right. it doesn't work that way. Is it even, even if you think about why is the fact that Luke Skywalker has vanished even a big fucking deal at this point, you know what I mean? Like, it literally felt like it was just business as usual a lot of the places that they went, you know what I mean? Like, Maz Katana's cantina probably does not give a shit who's running the show until they show up to blow the place to pieces, you know what I mean? They're just like, whatever, man, a thousand years, that, you know, I'll look, you last a thousand years by not giving a fuck. That's what you do. Right. <laughs> the taxes, whoever comes up to fucking collect them and just make sure that everyone gets laid and drunk in your place as much as possible. <laughs> Which, I have a question about that. Why would you leave a freaking lightsaber yes. in an open box? God. It well, wasn't in an open box. It, it was, was okay, downstairs was in, like, the sealed room. Yeah. It just happened to be the whole, you know, force thing I say started it kicking op- in. Yeah, it opened for her. Yes. I think. For her, yeah. Her. yeah. See, like, the way Lando turned, you know, the way Finn turning out to be Lando's kid is, like, so surface level. Like, yeah, how the fuck was it going to be anything else? A lot of it, I feel like we want it to be this deeper, yeah. crazy yeah. thing. And it's really like, yo, guys, we just got to get to the next scene. It opened because she's special. Move. Moving on, you know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> a little bit how it felt at times with this one. You're like, Damn. yeah. When I watched the film, that's what I felt actually the entire time, Dave, was like, because I'm JJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not JJ, JJ, bitches. Like, like, when, it, like even oh. like looking at Kylo Ren, like, the first scene of the film to me was to quantify how powerful Kylo Ren was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you jump to the end and everything happens and you're like, wait. Well, wasn't he like? Oh, when he when he gets his hand, ass handed to him by <laughs> 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 barely picks up a lightsaber like a rookie I, Jedi. Like, yeah. And I reflect at the beginning. I'm like, but that's kind of hypocritical. Yes, I know he was shot. I understand that, but still, like, you could have killed Finn with a force choke. You clearly broke Ray's back when she hit that tree. I don't know, yep. how said, but whatever. So it's yep. like, how are you know? But so there was some hypocrisy. To me, there was some hypocrisy in in the writing. But it's like. JJ wrote things like I'm just gonna write it because just to get yeah. to the next thing, just to get to the next thing, just to progress, to progress. It felt a little like um it felt and I've seen this online too, but I feel like maybe because I was such a huge lost fanatic and I feel like that's my <laughs> basis for everything when it comes to JJ Abrams and and like the whole birth of bad robot in this like sort of mystery cliffhanger keep you wanting more style of storytelling. I think that's a lot of what we're feeling was like, we have to just get as much cool shit in here to get them asking, well, what was that? Well, why is that? Well, then what? But it's not like a TV show where next week we get more answers and then the following week there's more questions. We're waiting years between these things now. Like the next movie that comes out is going to be either a spinoff or a prequel that doesn't touch any of the shit we're talking about. You know? like well, Yeah, Rogue One's supposed to be a prequel, right? So I'm going to tie in with... Yeah, right. Before New right. Hope. Right. But now, so, and like, 
like, you know, having only seen it once, I walked out of the theater with a lot of, like, the feel aspect of, like, holy shit, that was awesome, it's new Star Wars, and going home and going, well, you know, there's some things that I'm thinking about, like, yo, Kylo Ren was such a fucking whiny brat, like, he was a better whiny brat than Anakin was in the prequels, <laughs> but all the Sand is better, a better whiny brat than uh, Anakin in the prequels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but at the same time, you're left thinking this was the same movie. If we're going to do trilogy for trilogy, the first mm. movie was where you establish like a guy who's the most badass fucker in the universe. Darth Vader scared you just by his name, and Kylo Ren was like throwing fucking hissy fits the whole time. <laughs> I like that. I liked it. Yeah, you I, did? He, he was. He's yeah. a more. You you don't know where he's coming from. He's a snaky, snaky son of a bitch. I liked that. I, liked I, that. I agree. I, I liked it too. Up until, <laughs> up until he took his mask off, and then I was yeah. like, "You lost it for me." Because I was thinking about how, how gorgeous his hair was, <laughs> how much acne he had, how young he looked, how pretty he looked. I was he's just like, not even burned. What is this shit?" I'm not attracted to any. Like, like I lost all of the persona that was created for this character as soon as he took off that 10,000 ton helmet <laughs> and he like, didn't have helmet hair I'm just saying and he didn't have helmet hair so how did you do that bro the force <laughs> I think if he if he'd kept the, if he'd kept the helmet on then it would have been a little bit more yeah it'd been it'd been awkward because at the end of the day we've developed this relation or this we've been told this relationship between Han Leia and this is the kid and if we didn't see a human face there and then we would have been disappointed just by any of it. Um, I just... I mean, I, when you were talking about the script and about the plot holes and the, the questioning that you let, you're, you're forced with when you're leaving the cinema, I, I mean, that's what I thought Lawrence Kasdan was brought on board for. I mean, we all talk about that J.J. Abrams was behind this whole thing. Mm. And yet, it, I thought that's what Lawrence Kasdan was there for, to kind of flesh it out, to give us that humanity that we had in Empire Strikes Back that that's and what he was there for I think that's why this one felt the most like a Star Wars film for the first time since <laughs> Return of the Jedi I mean really it's it's like those prequels did not feel like Star Wars movies after the first 10 minutes are over you're like okay so this is a whole different fucking thing here like it's Star Wars but like next gen you know it's like this it's like when 90210 went to college and you're like what the f why are we uh, <laughs> when the Rugrats uh, grew up you're like what yeah. like, <laughs> I like that. this this is bullshit and it was just I think it was it watered things down. This felt like it was this. It was an old, a familiar flavor. It was like wow. And I think even, you know, sort of pointing out how different Kylo Ren is to the way Darth Vader was being portrayed at this point in the two trilogies, is showing how in this. 30 years later, everything forgotten, the Force is only just awakening, it's raw. Like, everybody's power is raw, you know? Even though we know that he has this Snoke guy, which fucking worst name in the movie, congratulations. <laughs> I keep um, screwing it up, by the way. It's terrible. It's like, what? It's, what it's, it's, it's better than Jar Jar, but... <laughs> um, but it's 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 showing what we were always warned about by people like Yoda and Obi Wan that like if you are too undisciplined and too just like giving over to your feelings all the time you're gonna be you're gonna slash up a whole room of LCD screens you're gonna throw <laughs> a fucking chair like they're like we have this bill of damage that we have to give Kylo Ren's like people because like every time we put him on a ship like he destroys five offices there's like six suites that need to be 
re-fucking furniture. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact. I like the fact that the guy's got a reputation as well. Two stormtroopers. Oh, oh God, Kylo Ren's on off, off on one again. Yeah, um, they like snuck away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Back away, Dave. I did like that they had to throw in a little bit of humor here and there. Oh, you had was, that. This was a funny film. Yeah, you had that yeah. moment. You had this the. So who speaks film. first? Me? You? What? Yeah. yeah. Definitely like when he did that. When Poe did that, I was like, "This is a Marvel film." And I don't mean that as a condescending thing. I just was like, "This is or a bad thing." It's just like, okay, this is definitely Marvel. Like, yeah. Marvel Everything's under the same roof. Everything's starting to, you know, feel right. and taste the same. Yeah. Okay, I want us to go to the theories on why Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo is what he is. Because I've heard a couple Ooh, that, that he is fighting the light because he was really light and he thought, okay, this is a way to get in and help the Rebels. Which I think that's kind of far fetched. That and right, and that he had to kill his dad to make his bones. But I'm like, that's really, really <laughs> reaching. So why is it okay? So let me ask the question: Why is that reaching? If midi chlorians are creating life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, okay dust bites are the force. I mean, shit, guys. Like, really. <laughs> I feel like he was just really emotional. He's kind of like emo. And that he Very. thought being Sith was so much cooler. And that I don't think it was, I'm really good and I'm doing this undercover and dad understands that I have to kill him for Snoke to really um, accept me. I think that's reaching. Yeah, I'm not buying if that one at all. If is Finn's dad, that's ridiculous. <laughs> the Lando defense. If Chewie's don't, like, <laughs> don't live on that door. If Lando is Finn's dad, then that's ridiculous. So, I definitely, I, what I, did you I, hear, Matt? Yeah, I mean that's that's the one theory that I'm hearing consistently is that um, Kylo is undercover, whatever you want to call it, whatever the right word is, um, and that when he had his conversation with his father Han about, you know, I'm struggling and I don't know if I can do this. Will you help me? That was like code or meta for, you know, do whatever it. T- and then Han was like, whatever you need. It was like, okay. I need to prove to Snoke that, and we've we've seen this. How about he's just before. proving to himself? I, it could be that too, That's but he also too. had to prove it. He had to prove it because they had that dialogue. That dialogue was put into the film between him and Snoke that this is going to be your biggest test, and you need to prove to me that you are on the dark side. So I feel like I wouldn't be surprised. I would be mad if they went that way. It's like, okay, cool. Like, that's all right. Whatever. Not with, not with that fight sequence. Not the fight at the end. He, that guy's got too much. He's got too much of his grandfather in him. I, I, that's the way I read it. And that's the way I read um, the character of Kylo Ren. That, I mean, the, the, the natural assumption is that, okay, you're born to the Skywalker name, that you're mm-hmm. going to be, you've got this natural um, affinity to the light side, et cetera, et cetera. No, at the end of the day, Anakin was a twat, and this guy's a twat. <laughs> yeah. And he just, he just takes after his granddad. It's, it's, but also, like, you know was, what? It's Owen was, and Baru are the best fucking parents in the entire world. <laughs> <laughs> anyone who didn't leave their kids with Owen and Baru for at least a couple holidays throughout the growing up period, their shit went haywire. Fucking haywire. Like, off the charts. Two Sith Lords in the same line and one bright light in the middle. That's crazy. It's crazy. I think it's, I guess, cause I think it's like he's also looking to Darth Vader's mutilated helmet. 
to advise him and guide him to give him strength. But didn't Darth Vader turn to the light? He did. Yeah, so, and I feel like, I feel like Luke. say that again. Nobody witnessed it except Luke. Mm, but, we, but we did as viewers, so it's well, like, as viewers, yeah. But so it's like I mean, you can't like butt that because viewers saw that. So it's like, why are you idolizing someone that went to the light? I don't think Luke was going to tell him in Episode Nine, like, hey, you know, he went to the light. By the way, loser. Like, <laughs> you know, I think it, I think this is something that's I, I. It's possible they could revisit the fact that he did go through the light, and that's something that is the meta or the deep part of uh, Kylo Ren's I think journey. we still, we need to see what happened to create the Knights of Ren and, and yes. to create Kylo, for Kylo. We need to know more no, about it. No, like, we need to see, like, mm-hmm. we need to see what led to the schism within the new Jedi Academy, and this is all shit that, uh, to me, I feel like we as seasoned Star Wars people, even if we didn't know there was an EU in comic books, you just have to assume that's what makes sense, okay? Like, Obi-Wan and Yoda went into exile, I guess, waiting until the time was right to somehow find a new hope that would bring balance to the four AR. So once that happens, though, you're supposed to continue on that, like, upward momentum and restore the balance. And and you need, obviously, the Jedi Knights are part of that. Yeah, but we've also got to accept the one fundamental fact that Luke is a crap Jedi. (laughs) he's he's very very bad at it he didn't complete his training Um, his master died when he was halfway through it Um, he's a crab Jedi and his sucks compared to everybody from the prequels that was the other thing the prequels to me it was like you guys are going with this Japanese samurai style sword fighting then you try to watch the old trilogy after and you're like it is literally like old men swinging broom handles at <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like really is this just because you haven't had anybody to fucking lightsaber duel with in forever you forgot your moves like what oh it was it was crushing and it's going to be nice to see that coming back because clearly these guys are they have a little bit of both going on. I mean, even Finn was like, let me try this shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, can someone explain that to me, please? How uh, on earth can two people who have never even seen a lightsaber before suddenly take on a guy who, last time I checked, was being trained by Luke Skywalker? Crap Jedi. There you go, Leonard. He's and too bad. And, and that Kylo's too raw. He's too driven by his emotions. He can't... He can't like Obi Wan could always focus everything. Yoda could focus. Okay, now they have said though pre- in the previous ones that the Sith, I know, the Sith were were basically run on their emotions, and that's why the Jedi were supposed to be better. And really, I think there has to be a balance between the two. And I'm hoping that somehow that's going to come out in the next ones. Now I have not watched the. Uh, Clone Wars or Star Wars Rebels. I don't know if anybody's watched those cartoons. Oh, they're really good. <laughs> so, does it explain anything, whoever's watched that? With, uh, where? Because I know it's not just one Jedi, because they make they make mention that if they find Skywalker, the rest of the Jedis will rise up and come back. So it's not just that... I mean, the, we have to assume that Max von Sydow's character could have been... A Jedi, right? Like a Jedi in hiding or something? Oh, I never thought that. See, because I thought, that's yes. The that's the he mentioned that uh, he always thought of the Organa as royalty instead of a general. So it's like he's definitely from the old Republic, you know? And right. he had that look almost and that he, he knew Kylo before he called himself Kylo Ren. 
That was brought up. I, that was one of the big theories. I hated that. That what a waste of a brilliant actor. What a waste of a great character. I hated. I that. was trying to the one in the first in the first scene. Right? Yes, I was yeah. searching my memory trying to remember him in the in the one, two, or three. Now was he? No. no, no? no okay. No. Right now. Yeah. Okay. Brand so I'm new. glad in I fact, just. That scene had the the old standard like couple opening scenes of like really shitty dialogue, like childish dialogue almost. Like, hi Poe, are you ready to go on your mission? Yeah, old guy whose name I'm not going to say. I'm ready to go on my mission. <laughs> it's really important for the rebels. Yes, I know. We have to defeat the uh, new First Order. And I'm sitting there going, "Fuck, they did it to us again." Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw, yeah, and I thought that too. And I thought the third time I was like, "This is such a throwaway opening because like why <laughs> the film with Poe already being captured? You could have already set the stage. Yeah, could have you could have cut that all out if you wanted to. I mean, I did. Only reason I see value in that scene was to quantify Kylo's power. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. It, it gets it gets BB-8 on his way. It gets. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets Poe captured. I oh, know. No, I, I have. I have no problem with that scene. It's I have more no than. I think for me though, the like when you, the dialogue yeah, and go yeah. back to the other scene you mentioned with the whole "Who talks first, me, you." It's like such a contrast in styles of like George Lucas old. Everything's just expository. We're saying our thoughts to. Hi, I'm a new character and I've got an attitude. I'm like gonna be the new Han Solo if you guys can't figure that out already. <laughs> it's like sort of, and I think that's gonna be something they're gonna have to find a way to temper and balance better. And that that otherwise we're gonna have a lot of opening scenes or scenes I think in general that are gonna feel that sort of throwaway level of like did we need this like like couldn't we have seen phasma walking up to the, the camp during that and t- talking about how they're going to slaughter everybody so that we get that she's this imposing character or something there's see like little things like that are going to bother me just because but then, dave just to clarify an imposing character that gets taken down in a millisecond yeah she, oh, yeah, she rolls <laughs> like, she rolls yeah. in a Gives no, maybe she wants Solo. Maybe she like, you know what I mean? Like, like since these are people now instead of clones, we can have like they can have these little like Finn's clearly in love with Ray. Maybe Phasma's got like weird fetishes or some shit, and she's just like, <laughs> this is gonna be awesome. Han Solo's gonna beat the crap out of me. Maybe, I don't, I don't know. It's just like it's just yeah. A I lot. bring that shit to the podcast, guys. But no, it's, I, I, I just say, please. I, I just there's just so many questions. Um, I think I think a number of them. I think we have to live in a reality that a number of them will be answered mm-hmm. in the coming films, but a lot of them will never be answered unless you read all the EU and oh. maybe you'll find all the answers. But I won't. I'm not going to lie to myself. No, no. If it's not on screen, I'm not interested. Yeah, that's exactly how I. Oh, okay, let me qualify that. I'll be I'll be reading the comics and I'll read a couple of the books, but that's not the story. The story's yeah. on screen, and if it's not explained on screen, then What's the point? What's the value? Right. In you fact, can't expect everybody to go into the EU. You shouldn't have to. There have definitely been things about the other side of Star Wars, like the commercial, like toys and, you know, product, you know, side of Star Wars that throughout my entire life, even growing up, like seeing friends, like my friend had the Millennium Falcon, awesome toy, can't wait to get that. But then there were ones that you're just like, why the fuck are they making this? <laughs> like they make these little, there was a whole rant, you know, a, a, like a model of the entire uh, Cloud City, but it was these little metal like token characters, you're just supposed to set it up and look at it. I'm like, what the fuck, t- kid wants to play with that as a toy? Congratulations, like, you've just explained Hot Wheels to me. 
<laughs> and like there are things that you just were like, why, you know? And it, it almost felt like some of the marketing and the products were like so on the lame side that it's sort of. I never felt that when I would watch the movie, though. You know what I mean? The movies would always just quell that feeling. And I, I feel like because of that, I actually, throughout my life, stayed away from things like extended universes and novels. Yeah, I was just like, fuck it, man. It's the movies, and they're awesome, and I don't want to have to do any homework outside of that. <laughs> which, you know, which, yeah. I mean, to, to evolve on that, um, to expand on that, what you said, Dave, like, this is a Marvel franchise now. It is. I mean, Lucas, (laughs) sorry, not Marvel, Disney, Disney. but they're under the same umbrella. I apologize. But Marvel, taking, for instance, the comics of the extended universe, the expanded universe of the movies, you can see all of the MCU films and not feel that you're losing value. If you want to invest more time in Iron Man or Thor or insert character, you can read that. But Star Wars is taking the opposite approach, or Lucasfilms is, is like, well, yeah, we have these movies, but if you have all these questions, you should read the comics. And if you don't want to, then you're fucked. Sorry. Like, yeah, I I, I do yeah. feel that way, and I really wish that they will explain more, kind of like... I mean, fan General cat. Grievous, right? We're talking about General <laughs> Grievous. Is that, what's, is that what's going... Is that kind of what, like, High Leader Snoke feels like right now? Because with the way they were referring to him, I kept feeling like there must have been a scene that got cut out or I missed some transition or some shit. Like, I feel like there's just some little thread missing. I love everything else, but what the fuck? Why is there a giant? Why is there a giant? Okay, well, to be fair, yeah, the hologram, they showed the Emperor giant, too, but now they're saying that he may well be a giant, and people are freaking out. Why didn't we see them before? Okay. That was the feeling I had leaving the theater. Yeah. Like I said, Although I, did, I, did, I did quite like the theory that in actual fact Snoke is Yoda size and he's just compa- he's just <laughs> I hope he's, he co- he's compensating size. with his. When <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the Emperor as a giant, it was just his head. So you yeah. got that feeling like he could be a normal sized guy and he's just doing the godhead moment of right. the Emperor. Well, this so maybe like, Leonard's right. He is actually Yoda size and he's just his whole body is like. On screen. I just feel like that if there are these gigantic characters who are this aligned with the dark side of the Force, that it gave it a little bit too much of a Lord of the Ringsy kind of feel to me, where I'm like, well, now what is this shit? We got <laughs> giants and magic and like all the Battle kinds. of the Five Armies. Like, yes, <laughs> like here well, we go. Well, I mean, there's, there's a, a lot of species. Come on, there's a lot of species that we haven't seen, like. You know, and I'm assuming that maybe in the cartoons or something they explore more of them or they talk about it. Because, okay, look at Maz's cantina. First of all, what frickin' species is Maz? Although she uh, reminds me of Rose from the Golden Girls. Yoda. When she takes off that hat and glasses, she could turn out to be a Yoda. That would be oh, well, crazy. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the whole, one of the big criticisms about the film, that the, it was this mirroring of the original trilogy and we had characters which you could just direct lineation with the with this film and the fact that it did tie in it did flow so much like new hope and you had characters so you had maz as the yoda you had poe as the han solo Mm -hmm. i I mean what was everyone's take on that i mean i I tell you the moment when i nearly flipped for it is when um han and the the boys they land on star killer and um Kylo Ren turns around and goes, Han Solo. You know, he senses him. I nearly fell into, turn around, if he'd have turned around and said, 
I felt a presence. That I haven't <laughs> felt so, since. I haven't felt <laughs> since. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Yes. I would have been, okay, I'm going to go for a slash now. I'm going to go yeah. to the toilet. <laughs> give, me, give me ten minutes. I, I've got to come back from this. I, I, would, I really would have just walked out at that point. That was a little bit too close. It was a little bit too on the nail. But then let me ask for me. you this, Leonard. Let me ask you this, Leonard. Okay, so Han lands on the Star Killer. Kylo Ren says, Han. Okay, he knows Han is there. Then inside the Star Killer, when they're ten feet apart, he can't sense them. <laughs> okay, see that I have a theory on. That is the legit. Mm-hmm. I was going to say. Legit I... My theory on that, though, Matt, is that he did. He knew he was there. He was drawing him out yeah. and drawing him into yeah. you know, the one place that apparently doesn't have fucking handrails. Yeah, another Star Wars thing. Yes. Like, where, where, if there's no inspection for the first order, there's no, <laughs> no, no, you can't have an access. There's no OSHA. Button. Okay, that doesn't exist. Fucking miles inside a building with no handrails, like that's just no. Why, why I, would you? I, I call bullshit on that. I'm sorry. Like, there, well, what? Okay, maybe that is possible. But if if I was Han and I came up to that whatever the hell that is, that cross platform that no one ever would build, how did you build that? Um, I would just stand at the beginning of it and be like, I'll wait. Like, I'll wait for you to come here. Like, come here. Dad says, come here. Like, I'll sit here and chill. Like, let me know. I've got some popcorn going. Like, I'll wait for you to come back. Like, I'm not going to go to the middle of this platform. I've but got a funner like, one for you. It's just a little silly. It's just a little, even, but the thing is, like, why do I have to think that hard? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's that. Because the first movie, the first trilogy, you never had to think this hard about any of it. It any was just it, like, yeah. it just washed over you and you were like, yes. And that's I what did I'm saying. Like, you shouldn't have to think, and I'm going for, from start to finish, why do I have to think this hard in a movie? Like, you know, if you wanted to draw me out, you you sensed me from miles away on a planet. Yeah. So how, you could have clearly used your force, which is clearly powerful, to draw me out if you wanted to, without being like, I'm going to trick him into coming closer to me. Like, no, this Here's well, you maybe. Also, something fun to cover that for you. Love he it. couldn't. He couldn't deal, or he couldn't really detect him because Ray was around, and she's just throwing his force sense off the fucking scale. Like, she's like a force, like uh, what do they call the police scanner detectors? Like, <laughs> looking like and just because she's like there, a, he's just like. Yeah, it's like it's like she's just like like fucking him up because there's never been somebody that force strong around him since he destroyed everybody at the Jedi Academy. Okay, wait, so. I, got, I got another theory for you guys, too. Oh my God. With that's, this that's moment. helping. I don't know if that's actually Matt, true, but Star Wars, you, you're Matt. fucking welcome. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. When Leia has her moment, when Han dies. Because at this yeah. point, yes, guys, we said it more than once, Han died. Because Ben yeah, killed him. Yeah. Well, And you if know, you were this far in and you just are, like, freaking out, you guys are, you got, I don't know. You know, you weren't listening. We we kind of I think this could tie a little to the theory earlier that Kylo is like an, an undercover agent because, you know, when Leia said to Han before he went like bring him home, it sounded almost like when the you know old spy movies when the CIA guys are like, all right, it's time for him to come home. Like, yeah, get him out from this fucking mission. Say whatever the code word is <laughs> and and like snap him mm, out of this. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe it was calling him Ben, and then it didn't really work. You know, he's like, no, I'm staying dark. Well, my, my theory with this, though, with Leia, because she was just sensitive to the Force. She couldn't really use the Force, right? She didn't want to, right? Didn't she not want to? I thought it was just she just wasn't, it was... She, she didn't choose that path. She right, so to... she couldn't really use it. She right. didn't know how. So when Han dies and she has her moment, 
I have a couple things. My question to all you guys. Did she have that moment because she felt Hyundai and he did have some force running through him? Is it because her son killed him and she felt his um, anxiety, quickening. basically? <laughs> his quickening. Yes, there you go. <laughs> or was it because Ray was there racing it and there was because she is so untrained with the force that her emotions with screaming is and all the emotion that she had behind it with Han is what kind of set off this giant ripple effect and that's what Leia felt. You know that's a really great theory. Option option D, all of the above. Yeah. 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 I I absolutely believe that Leia is the strongest of the lot. I absolutely she's she's the mother load. I likened it a lot to when Obi-Wan felt uh, Alderaan being destroyed and he's like as if I felt the thousands millions of screams that you know all at once were silenced it's like this I think it it literally was getting punched three times from three different perspectives after you listed them out like that it's Han dying it's Ray it's Ray watching it happen and it's Kylo feeling both good and bad about it you know and Mm -hmm. you know so here's why I don't care <laughs> I love you, Matt. Or she I don't... have gas. It was, it was like that. <laughs> Maybe she did have gas, and it was just like, ooh, this is an extra, like a deleted scene. Like, <laughs> so, like, what are you doing? <laughs> the reason I don't care is because the movie will never explain it. You don't think it'll come around? I don't think so. I don't think they'll explain that thing. I don't it'll think so. And if they do, it'll be a roundabout way to where we have to have a two-hour conversation about what the possible possibilities were, like. I don't think the movie will explain it. I don't think she when I say movie, I mean something in the next movie. She's like, I knew the moment he died. You know, like something like that, and that'll be it. That'll be the one. So basically, what are you saying that that all of these ambiguities are basically put in there deliberately for us to sit around for an hour and a half, talk on podcasts for the next two years, <laughs> just to pad the whole thing out so we could just Let, keep talking Leonard. about Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. Is this, is this your first time? Seven. Leonard, is this your first time experiencing J.J. Abrams? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Fringe Lost? I mean... Oh, my God. Or yeah, do you so think this actually... is all that J.J. ends up listening to all these going, yeah, we should write that in, because I just didn't know where to go with that. <laughs> you know, like... I'm going to lose my shit if the next episode, because he's not directing episode eight, if episode eight is so straightforward and so, <laughs> like, to the point, I'm going to lose my shit, because it's like, clearly, <laughs> J.J. is just a dick. He's just a dick. He said, like, he read the script, and he's like, oh, shit, I wish I was making that one. It's like, don't fucking say that. <laughs> you're, you're basically telling us that you're, the shit we've just, like, camped out in line for is already like, oh, man, mine shit sucks. Like, the next one's going to be so fucking good because, right. like, a real fan wrote it, you know? I mean, I oh. love Looper. I cannot wait for the guy who did Looper to do a uh, Star so Wars good. movie. So good. You know, that's going to really, I mean, they might bring time travel into it now. Shit, we're going to go time travel. The thing is, like, I love having these type of discussions. I can have these discussions for hours, but it's like at the end of the day, movie theaters, I'm sorry, Hollywood doesn't think the way we do, and they just want to get something out there. And And questions aren't explained, or answers aren't given to big questions. I mean, hell, J.J. Abrams, for the last season of Lost, they had a two-hour special 
saying that they would answer all the questions and lost. They answered 15% of the questions and lost. Like, <laughs> and, then, and then they turned around and said, well, why the hell were you guys thinking that those were questions that needed answers? Because you oh. fucking asked them! <laughs> and you said you would answer them. You said you would answer them in a live special. You said you would answer these questions, and you didn't. You created a cloud of sentient black smoke. That shit is on you. You need to explain it. Don't act like I'm an asshole for wondering what the fuck it is. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like, even, like, even something that simple is like, why, why is, does Ray, why can Ray fly the Millennium Falcon so well? Yes. See, that I likened back to Anakin as a child. Uh, like just the good, awesome pilot from the get-go, which we only see kind of at the end that of the That he was able to, that he just, like, kind of knew how to do everything, which unfortunately they said it was midi-chlorians. But he can pilot, he can tinker, he can do this. That's what I took with her, that it was kind of deep down something that her mom taught her, and she remembered, she didn't really know how she's everything. She's your head. She is, she's, she's around a crashed Star Destroyer, okay? Yeah. That doesn't make her a pilot. It doesn't make her a pilot. I always thought she was working on it. I think she builds, probably. I mean, like, she knows how to dismantle that and, like... Okay, that's... I can understand the logic between um, growing up as a scavenger on a planet and sort of getting the idea of how something works so you can fly it. Picking up a a lightsaber and actually using the force to pull it to you and Mm. then knowing how to bloody use it. That's a whole other reach. That's Listen, something now, here's else. My, here's well, my theory on that. I have a theory of that. Okay, go ahead. This, yeah. this is this is going back to um, when uh, she was having all those flashbacks and, and bullshit uh, when she picked up the lightsaber in, in the first place at, in the, at the uh, cantina. I think what happened, uh, Kylo Ren uh, was basically doing his bad shit. Luke was training her. He mind-wiped her, set her ass on Jakku. Mm-hmm. Um, the hand that you see is not Luke's. It's um, oh god, uh, Simon Pegg's character. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, Something. the traitor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the traitor. And I think uh, when she picked up uh, the lightsaber, obviously all these flashbacks started uh, to uh, happen, and that's when she she, you know, used the Force. What for flashbacks? The, the Force Awakens. Yeah. 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 What flashbacks? Uh, in in uh, the basement of Maz. In the basement cantina. of the, the uh, cantina. Oh, so like she kind of like got all her, like uh, like a sleeper cell. Yeah. She Manchurian <laughs> candidated a lot. I'm sorry. No. Like, this, is, I... this is bullshit. Like this makes me so mad. Like no, like, <laughs> no, sorry. Because again, between, and then you know Leonard, take it to the next level. Then all of a sudden, a chasm opens up and saves Kylo Ren. Yeah, well, that was yeah. a little, yeah. And like, even but... that, it took it took Luke years to to even become a I don't know a beginner at the Force using the Force. And it took her three tries to get um, a stormtrooper to let her go. Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig to let her go. I'm like, yeah. come on, man. come on. But I'm at like, the same time, see, like because she see for me, it's how did all she know about... she could do that? It's that, right. It's it's all about that scene. And to me, what I feel like we're going to learn about her character, what I feel like they set us up to be ready to learn for about her character, is that somehow she's been like this mythos enthusiast. Like, she's heard tales of these things that happened. Like, maybe from the fact that the Millennium Falcon was just parked on the planet with her, that, like, people, like, say, oh, yeah, that's the Millennium Falcon. That guy, 
Han Solo flew that thing. I think that blew up a star destroyer. You know, like just imagine being in like one of those way station type places, and right. she's just picking up all this like like you know. Um, recalled knowledge that's just being told in like stories by drunk people in cantinas and <laughs> gear and shit and so you know, couple that with the fact that she knows there's a crashed star destroyer and that's what she's getting all of her scavenging shit from her imagination is just like putting her in the same adventures she's heard stories about so that's why when she meets han solo she's like holy shit you're han solo wait maybe the I've fucking got... is real too you know and yeah. i've got just... a poster of you on my wall right. <laughs> like, you know i mean like to me it seemed like the what the fact that she immediately went to undo my cuffs it was like it was the first time um, Wadib uses the voice in Dune. You know what I mean? Oh, there you yeah. go. I'm going to try it. And, oh, my God, it's fucking working. What else can I do? You know, it's very like a Jason Bourne moment for her, you know? Okay. See, I thought she was able to use it, like, right away because when Kylo was trying to read her, she, in reading turn, him. was reading him. That woke her up. Yeah. 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 That it was basically his fault. And, <laughs> It's again because he's so raw. Like it looks like he knows how to do like three tricks. Like this is like level one of the video game when you only know three moves, and it's like the force. Like I can reach into your mind and fucking pull shit out, or I can use my lightsaber. And then I don't know. Did he just stop? He stopped the laser bolt. That was the third thing. We didn't really see him do a lot of forcey stuff. Whereas Vader was all force. Like we didn't even see him pull out his lightsaber till the end of the movie in the first trilogy. Well, and, I mean, it already says that um, his his training. Is, is not it's got complete. massive holes in it. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's deliberately untrained. And that's, and I yeah. think that's actually, it bothered me during the movie, but afterwards thinking about it, I'm like, that's pretty awesome that we're actually seeing what people like Yoda and Qui-Gon, fucking, I have to mention Qui-Gon, because to me it's like, you guys put him in one It's show. canon. Deal <laughs> with it. <laughs> like, you never bring him back? Never? Can we see a ghost of Qui-Gon in this trilogy, please? For God's sake, make his character worth me caring about him, please. <laughs> but this is what they were always afraid of, like, somebody who is this powerful, but this, like... Untrained. Unwieldy, yeah, like, like just, like, lashing out, like... But has enough to come at anything else? Like after he smashes up a whole room, is there anything else? All right, I'm gonna go uh, back to my room now. Yeah, but there's also like, I mean, he smashed up a room with brute force. Like he didn't use the force. Like, right. He, used he also got a saber and just he's just lashing out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's just he's just like he literally is a is a going through his like terrible twos. Like he's just. <laughs> Happy he doesn't know how to do lightning. Once he starts doing force lightning, everybody's fucked. Like, just like, don't off the planet. Get off the planet. But that doesn't explain the logic of, like, when him and Finn fought. Like, so when him, Finn, and Ray were in those woods, and Ray said something, and he pushed her to that tree again, shattering her spinal cord. Yes. Um, (laughs) And then Ray picked up, I mean, Finn picked up that that lightsaber, and they were fighting. I'm thinking at any time, you could have used the force to shatter his kneecap. Like, to to do, I mean, you were, people say that he was playing with him. Maybe that's the case, but he seemed pretty angry when he pushed Ray to that walk, to that tree. So it's like, that's, again, that's just, we're assuming he was playing with Finn. See, I was just thinking it was, he was actually more hurt than we've seen because he was bleeding and he kept hitting it to make himself madder. 
and oh, he that just was crazy, that, was that was psychological right that was there. Some shit, man. this is definitely post 9-11 damn <laughs> there was another theory about that too because you know i know everyone's like well why wasn't kylo Ren able to defeat them or kill them and jj abrams made it a very strong point in this film and other writers i don't want to say it's him to examine chewie's bow gun like they kept having that dialogue between han and Chewie, you know, can I use that bow gun? Or wow, that really exploded these people. So for for Kylo to get shot in the hip, I guess, or the thigh, um, it was the, hip. Yeah. the hip. It's like, yeah, that's a very powerful weapon, but it's like, okay, you still were able to do a ton. Yeah, Kylo's while still damaged. walking around. <laughs> yeah, while you still damaged. I mean, you were. St- and also, you know, another thing. I don't know if people paid attention to this, but I really paid attention to Ray's fighting style against Kylo Ren. And she kept doing this. There's all stopping. Jabs. She kept yeah, doing the she was stopping mode. I, I counted it seven times. Lunging. She did it seven times. Yeah, lunges or whatever. It's like um, like fencing. I'm like, were you a fencer? Like, who choreographed this? Like, is that, are we trying to establish that she is so novice she'll do the same moves over and over? Or is this just like a, a technique she likes to do? Um, well, I think that was more because times. she always fought with the staff. Uh, uh, well, that's what I took. But it also dis- it's, dis- it distinguishes her and distinguishes her style. And they, they, they've always been big on that, that each individual character has their own sort of like style. Predictable and their own style. She kept doing the same thing over and over. She did it over and over. Like, it's like, okay, this isn't... If Kylo has any lo- any brain, he'll be like, okay, she's going to do this jab one more time. I'm just going to cut her arm off. Like, And maybe that's why I... I was waiting for that to happen. ...between them so that that would happen. For- you know, like... We I, was have to, I was waiting for someone to lose an arm. Yeah, because yeah. apparently in this universe... Too soon, I think, for uh, people to be losing hands. It's always in the second movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see who loses. All right, so like Matt said, we can talk about this for hours on end. You can uh, get the recording. Oh, are you about to wrap it up? No, it- yeah, I'm going to ask for like other major theories or plot holes you guys want to discuss before we we start winding down. I have one that I feel like uh, is I thought this in the theater. I don't know if you guys thought the same thing, but it does relate to uh, the high leader Snoke. Um, is anybody and this would be the only place really then that the prequel trilogy would have been mentioned. There's actually a video on YouTube about it that shows comparing the musical cues because that's a big deal. Yep. With this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we're going to talk about how Snoke could be Darth Plagueis the Wise or could be the apprentice that we heard of. I always thought that in episode three, it was very heavily implied that Palpatine was the apprentice of Dark Plagueis the Wise, who thought he killed him in his sleep, but maybe was not successful or what. But is, I feel like if Lando is Finn's father, then that guy has to be Plagueis the Wise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think he is. Um, it's just the similarities. Um, yeah. I, ha- I have the hardcover book, actually, of uh, Darth Plagueis. Really? Yeah. Yeah, See, I didn't uh, know there was one. Fuck. God. Yeah, it's like going for ninety dollars on eBay for some reason. Oh my god. Ouch. Because yeah. not buying that and, then. <laughs> and the similarities are are almost like exact to to Darth Plagueis to General Snoke. So I think he's Darth Plagueis in disguise. And speaking like speaking of uh, General Snoke, his height, uh, according to Andy Serkis, is he's about a seven foot tall character. He's not going to be Yoda. He's going to be like a seven foot tall character. Hmm. So he's still compensating. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, well, he's still doing it. So, uh, I mean, this just happens then over the go back to what we know about him from the legend that Palpatine said, that somehow the midi-chlorians have kept him alive and are rebuilding him, like the transcendence nanobots. <laughs> you know? um, I, I wouldn't say that. I, my personal theory is that um, I think they... Uh, that they cherry picked a little bit from the extend the extended universe with uh, I think they mixed the character of uh, General Snoke. Uh, if it turns out to be true, if it is Darth Plagueis, uh, I think they uh, mixed uh, some Darth Bane in there because in the books the extended Ooh. universe Darth Bane. Uh, he's canon actually. Oh man. Yeah, he's in. He's in uh, Rebel uh, Star Wars Rebel. Okay, we need to WikiLeaks all this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. And what he was able to do, he was able to tran- Darth Bane was able to transfer his uh, spirit into um, other living beings, mm. and he created He's the rule of two. So maybe that's actually Darth Bane in disguise. Who knows? So what's the rule of two? Rule of two. Rule um, two. There can is, only be uh, a, a le- was it a learner and a master? Yeah, learner and a master. Uh, as as described in a certain episode one, sir. <laughs> so wait, so you're saying there's never supposed to be more than like two Sith running around at any time? Yeah, because yeah. The, the Sith the Sith uh, were basically gigantic back in the before the Old Republic, and um, Darth Bane didn't want that because they're growing like rising to power and all this crap. So he basically destroyed the entire Sith temple and took on a new apprentice and said, "Okay, we're starting from scratch." Uh, this is going to be the new rule of two. One apprentice, one master. Okay, but they already killed that in the first, was it the first episode? Episode one. Duh, I can't even use words. Well, that's supposed <laughs> because to be Palpatine's downfall, <laughs> you know. Yeah, because you had Darth Maul. Breaking the rules. And Palpatine, and you had Grievous, and you had uh, Grievous wasn't Dooku. Really a Grievous wasn't a Sith. He's not even a force. Yeah, he never used the force. He just collected lightsabers. Uh, yeah, but didn't he? Was he magnetic then? Because I think they didn't they show him pull uh, Ben, uh, Obi Wan, and Anakin's lightsabers from their from their utility belts and put them <laughs> in his coat without touching them. Yeah, but there's a yes. lot of questions. There's a lot of questions about Grievous. I, said, I thought Grievous could use the force, <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh, shit. Like, see, that was goddamn the first trilogy. I think I think with Grievous, <laughs> I think with Grievous, he was he was in training, if I remember correctly, but he didn't want to do it and. Um, he was basically a gigantic bug without all this armor and stuff, and then some stuff happened, and that's how he got all the armor and shit. <laughs> then you have to watch the cartoons to see him get his ass kicked, and that's why he's choking in the whole episode three. <laughs> oh, meth is a hell of a drug. Yeah. It's from the ABQ. Okay. Any other um, theories or potholes? Chris, do you have any? Can uh, I just say... I... I don't know if you guys noticed this. It almost looks like Finn felt through the Force one time when the when he's getting on that ship and the Star Killer is fired and he hears the like screaming that has kind of an echoey, almost like it's coming through the Force. And he mm. runs back, nobody's screaming. I was like, was he hearing those planets through the Force, or was 
I read uh, too much into this, but at well, the same time... if midi-chlorians are the Force, <laughs> what if you're around Force people so much that they jump onto you and you become Force-strong? Like, so what they're if, like ticks? As they just land, <laughs> Lando had the Force, and Han had the Force, and everyone's got the Force, and now the Force is going around shit, like herpes okay. at a swinger party. Oh <laughs> Chris, I mean, to, to bring it, like, to elaborate on that too, Chris, I remember that scene, and I was thinking that one, Lucasfilms did a great job in misleading of the trailers because the whole time yes. we were like, oh, Finn yeah. has the lightsaber. I never once thought Ray would be the one. So that was a great twist, but it was also like, okay, maybe he is Force-sensitive. Um, that's just something that we'll, know, we'll find out further yeah. down. But it just seems like Finn is definitely Han, two, uh, Han 2.0. Well, they yes. also talk about how Finn was 100% compliant with all orders until this day. So, But what did he do before this? Well, that's what I, he was in. Oh, he was, he was in sanitation. <laughs> yeah, but this was his first mission. Yeah. He did actually yeah. say that it was, this is his, but before I went down to this planet, <laughs> this was my first time. This is So, yeah, yeah. if you're not actually killing anybody, you yeah, can be compliant. I, I, I went from cleaning right. toilets to picking up a blaster. <laughs> it's the... the yeah. The potential for advancement in this organization is amazing. <laughs> I wonder if they have a pension in a 401k. That's, they don't have handrails, Ian. Come on. Damn it. Then they're small. That's it. You know, the first order is not that big yet. But if we're going janitor right to stormtrooper, like planet wide, like. <laughs> right. Do they live in a treehouse? They must live in a treehouse. <laughs> this is everything about this movie. Like when you break the movie down. Yeah, it does sound like, like we're shooting like off. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think that. I mean, I guess we kind of are, but a movie this big is asking for it. You know, this is oh, yeah. a lot, has a lot to live up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have been looking forward to a reboot, I should say, quote unquote, um, or an extension of the universe for a very long time. And when you break the film down, it's like, damn, this movie, again, I stick with what I said. If this was any other movie, this movie would have got shit on. Yes. Oh, this so, this would have been this would have been a Terminator Genesis size. Right. But very colossal. Wow. Are really dogging this film out? I'm not saying the movie was bad, but I stick with the fact that yeah, I give it a solid B minus. That's borderline <laughs> C. Like it's there are so many questions, and I again I shouldn't have to go and be like, hey Chris, you read the you read the comics? Like, what does this mean? Like no, like I shouldn't have to I shouldn't have to be forced to. Invest all this mm-hmm. money because it is money into yeah. mm-hmm. all of this education. When I can just go see the films, I should be able to have the universe isolated into those films. Mm. Yeah, that makes I, total sense. Yeah, I agree yes. with you, Matt. I concur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that's just my soapbox. But I support <laughs> the film for what it was. It was great. Um, yeah. oh, I mean, like, you know, we've been burned before, you know, I mean, I, I know waiting for that episode one after Duel of the Fates came out, you're just yeah. like, oh, my God, double sided lightsaber. This is going to be fucking amazing. And then you're like, thank God we at least saw it for a few minutes at the end of the movie because I was <laughs> pissed. By the time we were at the end of that movie, I'm like, fuck, Ugh, such bullshit. Just didn't feel like Star Wars. This felt like Star Wars. This was like, yes, all it right. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's yeah. like, this is what yeah. those should have been. And I be, you know, I, I kind of feel like for all of the actors in it, they must have been like, yeah, why didn't we do this 10 years ago? You know, like all of us would have <laughs> looked a lot better. You know, it would have felt like more fun. Now everything's like, yo, 
make sure you have your numbered copy of the script and that you turn it in at the end of each day of filming because the fucking internet is ruining movies these days. <laughs> People are spoiling and leaking shit, and then we have to reshoot and change it because they figured out the ending already. Like, God, calm down. You know? I tell you what I really loved about this film was the fact, and you're saying about how it feels like Star Wars and it feels like the original trilogy. When you watch the original trilogy, there's a set. It was yes. shot somewhere, mm-hmm. and then there's a set. You watch the prequel trilogy, and it feels like you're watching a cutscene. Yeah, yep. okay, I'm an yep. apologist, but it feels like you're watching something very artificial. There was not a shot in The Force Awakens that felt like it was being filmed yeah. on a green screen anywhere. Very practical. Yeah, very practical. Yeah. That and I hope they do it for part eight. I loved it. Oh, God, yeah. I, I, I think it's it established that. that they're going, you know, to me, like, by doing that for this movie, you establish that that's got to be the baseline going forward. Like, yeah. the only thing I will I will forgive being completely computer-generated is a spaceship dogfight. You know, like, of course, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, don't have yeah the, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and a large chasm with a walkway with no... Um, <laughs> but, but I mean, also, you know, I know JJ was—he uh, was a big proponent or big pusher of practical effects. He wanted to get back to the original filming or concept of Star Wars, and it, it was really pushed across all social media that it was JJ's idea. But I think, you know, even though he's leaving, he's not doing eight. He left this mark, and I think that they're going to—that um, Disney's going to be like, uh, we're going to keep that because it'll be really stupid of them to be like. Well, we really liked episode one, two, and three style, so we're going to go back to that CGI shit. Like, I doubt they'll do that. God, I hope not. I hope not. But can we also can we also bring up this really quick? Yes. Um, how um, George Lucas, when he signed this five billion dollar deal, that with this deal came three scripts, and three people read them at Disney, and they threw them all out. Yeah, so no, I'm I really think... cu- I'm really curious to know. <laughs> I what really want to see those what those scripts are. They weren't someone like done that about ten years ago at Fox. It was and it wasn't. You know? They weren't like contingent. Like these scripts have to be made. It was sort of like, all right, here's the stuff. And by the way, I had ideas for three more movies. And they're like, yeah, thanks. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Like you just signed your deal. Get out. We're not doing this bull. Jar Jar's revenge. No, we're not. <laughs> In an interview he just did very recently, even bringing up the term white slaves. Oh, I saw that. He, he, re- he retracted that statement. But the things he said before was that, yeah, he already did sign the deal. I mean, Dave, you're absolutely right. He did sign that deal, and he did have three scripts after. Three people read them. Three very high-level Disney people read them, threw them out very politely. Then they yeah. offered him a seat to um, advise on the films, and then that was thrown out. So because it's like he's probably make, he's he's George Lucasing them up. You know what I mean? Like, like everybody says, you know, A New Hope. George Lucas wrote and directed that. And I was just reading an article that talked about. Um, I, I should link it or something and find it. I forget because I have like five of them open. Um, but it was talking about how when he made Star Wars: A New Hope, he was limited by the budget he had. He was limited by what he was able to do. And then when we get to Phantom Menace, that's completely unbridled, untamed, <laughs> untempered Lucas. Yep. <laughs> it shows his lack of creativity. Right. Yeah, I think it just, it, it I think they, they did better, like, maybe taking some broad strokes. choked by the force from across the galaxy. He hears me talking about them. No, I, I completely agree. I mean, look at – I'm not trying to, like, throw other people under the bus, but look at Josh Trank. I mean, he did an amazing Chronicle film and then just completely shit. Oh on Fantastic Four. Oh, God, but, I haven't even see, seen... 
But listen, oh, no, it's a horrible film. Wait till, wait till it's uh, like buy one, buy for free, like when it's a giveaway at Best Buy. But when you go on cable soon, so I'll like. But when you see Chronicle, he had Josh Trank had a limited budget, and he had a great idea, and the film ended up being amazing. It ended up being a really great film. That's why Fox was like, "Hey, you should do Fantastic Four. And then he has this huge budget, and he just destroys the film. And George Lucas is the same way, just three times the age. And maybe <laughs> like one time. Like I mean, a, like a, one you know, we, time. We give Hayden Christensen a lot of shit for how bad he was in those movies. Oh, he was awful. But, you know, when you think about the fact that they are all just showing up every day in costumes, walking around in front of giant green walls, and George, who, I mean, there are interviews with Alec Guinness, there are interviews with Ian Daniels, Sir Alec Guinness and Sir Ian Daniels, forgive me, guys, um, where they talk about how he's not an actor's director. Like, he's a special effects guy. <laughs> you know, he yeah. he would say, yeah. all right, there's a monster coming at you and you're scared. And they're like, well, what is it? He's oh, like, God, oh, that, was a, that was such a good impression. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, that was so good. <laughs> uh, it's the only one, apparently. I'm going to be forced choked if I try it again. Um, sorry, guys, I've been fighting this cold for a week. And, um, you know, it. they would talk about how he's just like, uh, you know, he would say stuff, and they would be like, "Okay, well, what do you mean?" He'd be like, oh, "We're gonna add it later. We're we're gonna add it later, and uh, just just do this." <laughs> and they'd be like, "Okay, you know," and like just imagine that as like, "All right, you're Darth Vader, and um, you're fighting, and there's fire all around you, and um, go." And he's like, "What?" to make the room warm just so you can sweat. <laughs> but he would then sit down with his coffee and be like, "Oh, that's not exactly what I was thinking, but we'll fix it oh, later." Oh well. Okay. I'm going to start a podcast where George Lucas answers questions. You're hired, dude. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Yes. I just, oh, man. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just by that impression. That's, no, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm now blushing. No, I think, I think you're absolutely right. It's just like you can't, you have a great idea, but he's not a great executioner. No, he's not. And exactly. He's a great idea, man, but his execution is horrible. But he, yeah. but I mean, then again, his great idea gave him five billion additional dollars. So right. I, don't, I don't think he's crying too much. No, no, he's bitching now. Well, you know, in his defense, because when people say that, I do get a little irritated, only because it is his idea, and no matter what you do to it or sell with it, you still have every right to give your opinion. I don't consider it bitching. I think it's still having an opinion. If you created uh, something, and, it's and your you baby. Sold it, it's yeah. your baby. Well, I, I quite, I quite like the uh, the comments he was making that the, the the whole thing feels very much like a wedding, or a marriage, and that now the the other half has moved on and is now dating somebody else. And oh, I've been invited to the wedding. Yeah, mm, like yeah, why, that, should, would you go? why would yeah. I do that? But then again, you can still bitch about your other half. Right, you can I mean, still bitch like about the ex. Like I, 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 I still bitching, but I don't like. I disagree with people that say. You know, he shouldn't be bitching because he got paid all this money. Mm, it doesn't matter. It's still his idea. And even, you know, when he was in the interview a couple of days ago, he said the first time he saw the footage was when everyone else saw the footage, the yeah. trailer. Like, so he was like, it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> like, it looks, all right. it, looks, it looks great. You know, I can't wait to see it. But it, it must really suck. And I do feel for him that he can't be in the writer's room or at least like on the set to see well, like what's happening. Have you ever read any of the articles? I know, you know, it's cracked.com, I think is the one I, it comes to mind first, but that talk about how, you know, um, how he really came up with these ideas and was like, you know, 
uh, Han Solo is going to be this giant lizard guy. And, you know, like there's <laughs> all these like really crazy sort of concepts for the artwork. And there was someone else who completely like re envisioned it with the um, storyboards. And that's what we actually all fall in love with. Like, that's what, Ralph Dar- McQuarrie. Mm-hmm. That's Ralph McQuarrie. Yeah, actually, uh, there's a comic book, uh, Star Wars comic book that came out. It was the original vision that George Lucas had with um, uh, Han Solo as a lizard, and and it's very political, they said. Yeah, and there was a Huffington Post published an article about this, along with all the concept art, and originally everyone was wielding a lightsaber. And Mm -hmm. the only thing that George Lucas did right, it wasn't his idea. It was whoever whoever the artist was. I forget. I, I apologize. I forget his name. But George Lucas was like, no, I only want Jedi's to wield them, and the dark side sits to wield to wield um, lightsabers. But isn't that like that's not his, he didn't draw any of that. That's not his. He, this mm-hmm. is just idea. This is his dreams. Like I dream of Han Solo as his own planet, like floating around with Luke, like <laughs> shit like that. Like no. I dream of Jedi. I dream of Jedi. But it's interesting that like he's still. It's like his concept is the characters, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't, you know, his vision isn't what we fell in love with, but, like, what he wanted these characters to go through. Like, what what their emotional story was is still his, you know? So it's... You can't take that away from him. Yeah. yeah. It's hard, though, to reconcile it when you're like, how could you be that cool and then that lame at the same time? <laughs> you know? I completely agree, but you cannot take away that. And that's why I'm saying, like, and people are like, you know, he shouldn't have an opinion. Yeah, he can. He can have as much. His opinion is one of the most valuable, even though his conceptual well, his, his, yeah, his opinion is as valid as ours. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, when it comes yeah. to, like, materializing. Uh... Yeah, well, he's unfortunately not going to be able to tell them exactly, yeah, what he they need probably, to do. But he had his chance. Longer. And made a lot of fans very sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to when think whether or not I liked episode one. That's sad. Yeah. Right. Every time yeah. I watch this, every time I watch them, I watch them machete style. I don't even do. I do a four, five, two, three, six. I don't even watch episode one. Because <laughs> oh, no, no, okay, no, it has no value. It adds no value to the. Um, someone created it, created machete style, and and when you watch it that way, it adds episode one adds no value. You don't need to watch that movie, and there's no one likes Jar Jar. Jar is a terrible addition. So four, five, two, three, six is all you need. I have yeah, a but really then you hard. Lose... I, I have a question. Was anyone else hoping they would show like the skull of Jar Jar in the first scene, or get having him get decapitated? <laughs> delete, I was delete hoping scene. for that. Delete Just scene. to hear like worldwide applause all at the same exact moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping for that. Okay, so what are you hoping for now for episode eight? What's everyone's? What's everyone else been hoping for? Answers. Well, <laughs> well that's see, the big thing, of course. Answers. To see what that oh, look answers. on Luke's face meant. Was he like? Was he like Leia trying to hold in a fart, or was he like, <laughs> "Oh my god"? Oh, you mean the telenovela my, moment? This is my daughter, or oh my god, a lightsaber. I'm gonna vomit. You know, like what did that look mean? Why? Shit, I still gotta pay child support. Yeah. Now, I mean, I will say, for as awesome as Jedi are, the idea that they go into exile once shit gets really bad pisses me off. Like, yeah, like yeah, they don't want to say yeah. that. Yeah. Like even Yoda, it's just like, dude, so shit went horribly wrong. What do you do? Run away and let everybody suffer for decades? What the fuck is this? There'll be a new hope. One day there'll be a new hope. 
It is so funny it, to me the division that they're just foundational cowards. I've always thought that, mm-hmm. especially when I saw this one. I was like, why are you in exile? And then why are you like leaving? It's like um, a needy victim. Like I'm gonna leave breadcrumbs to find me, but I want to be left alone. Like what? Like <laughs> what, you, it, what message are you sending exactly? Like it's almost like how dare you have the audacity to say I need to go on a hero's journey to fucking get the like uh, the cachet to talk to you when you who are already a hero are walking away when people need you most. Like you guys are dicks. One of us finally has to be. Like, a semi-good, semi-bad, like a half-and-half, half so that they can referee this shit from now on. Well, like, that's, why, that's, why, that's, why the Empire, that's why the Empire has so many fans. This is why people love the bad boys. Yeah. This is, yeah. Uh, then again, that's what I want from the next one. I want the Knights of Ren. I just yeah. want them so, yeah. want them so That's all I want. Bad. I want Episode 8 just to be focused on. Now, if you drop, now, Chris, if they drop a Knights of Ren novel, <laughs> a book, a oh, that I would be my ass is on yeah. that. Because yeah, the screenshot yeah. alone of them in, the, in that storm, I was like, yes. And I, was, I already know who I'm cosplaying as. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> I guarantee you something's coming, but they're going to go a long way around it. It's going to be like the journey of the, the was it, Shattered Empire. It's mm. like, oh, this is going to have something major about it. No, it's just kind of, hey, what were Poe's parents up to within the six months following Return of the Jedi? That's oh, what I was... <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing I was really desperately hoping was not going to show up in this film. Force trees. What? Oh, <laughs> oh Force For, trees. Yeah, force trees. Yeah. Now, wait, where is that from, since I'm ignorant of that some of the old... That's Shattered Empire. Empire. Oh, good mm-hmm. Luke goes yeah. looking for the force tree that the Emperor took. Oh. There's, okay, we won't even talk about that. We're going to move on. Like, see, that's the kind of shit where I'm like, now I just have to go watch A New Hope to pretend that just didn't happen. <laughs> what, just, what just transpired right here, I'm like, oh, I need a shower. That's so fucking retarded. I'm it's sorry. It's forest I'm... tree. It's in Guardians of the Galaxy. It's just, <laughs> it just fucking ends. You can have the fucking weirwoods in Game of Thrones, but now... Force trees? Like, okay. Alright. Maybe I'm, George did help write the script. Yeah, seriously. That's <laughs> bullshit right there. That's well, and ridiculous. Also, um, evidently, um, a particular website, I'm not gonna, <clears throat> I'll link this to everybody, but a particular website got their hands on um, a script of The Force Awakens, and it gives better detail to the last scene of the film oh, about, that- uh, like, the way that Luke was looking at her, like what it was, tr- what it was trying to convey. That it was a tortured look, but I haven't seen anything. Yeah. Like I just had, had the whole telenovela thing. You I know, just thought had the... like he ate the spiciest meatballs. Yeah, and they were like on the edge of blowing his back out. And <laughs> he was like, "You came at the wrong time." This is the puke cliff. You <laughs> the puke cliff. I, I thought I thought he was having a whiz off that. I thought he was having, I thought he was, I thought he was having a wee off that. He was being he's like, interrupted. I wish you had gotten here two seconds earlier. I just drank the black goo from Prometheus. I'm about to dissolve. <laughs> Whatever you need, I'm not going to be able to give you. Good luck. Like, that's what's going to happen in the next the first five minutes of the next movie. And Mark Hamill will still get top billing. That's horrible. I know. Actually, yeah. I know. What was it? got top billing, didn't he? Oh, did he? I thought that yeah. Mark Hamill. I think well, he then... got like 20 million or 30 million. Say it with it again. 
Uh, I think Harrison Ford got top billing. I think he got like 20 or 30 no, million. No, that is confirmed. He got the highest billing and he got a percentage of the um, gross. Oh, Harrison he... Ford did? Or oh, don't sign Harrison, that. Harrison Ford did. Okay. So, mind you, Harrison does not want to do any of these films. Yeah. And that's the only reason he did the film, Ma, is because he got top billing and he got, I think, 3% of the gross. Okay. Which clearly yeah, the last is. guy yeah. who oh took that deal is still waiting on his money from Return of the Jedi. <laughs> no, the last no. guy did that was uh, Keanu Reeves, and he doesn't have to do a movie ever again. <laughs> yeah. I'm Matrix. still waiting for well, Bill and Ted Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I... and then evidently the pro- one of the executive producers, or the executive producer, said that everyone is return. Everyone is returning for episode eight. Oh, everyone. Yeah, so that yes. means flashbacks. There's flashbacks, yeah. Flashbacks, flashbacks yeah. All right, I, mean, guys. I, knew, I, knew, I knew exactly when Han Solo was going to die. It's when Harrison Ford walked out on stage at San Diego Comic Con and he was smiling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but when Harrison Ford is happy, you know that Han Solo's dead. It's as simple as that. That's true, because he didn't want to be part of it. He wanted him yeah. to die back in... In Jedi, right? Didn't he yeah. Want to die? yeah. In Jedi. Empire. Was end of Empire. All right, guys, anyway. so we're going to wrap this up because we've gone on for a bit and we can probably go on much longer. We should. Let's turn off the the recording and we'll keep talking. The (laughs) podcast awakens. All right. So, final thoughts. We're going to go around the room. So, final thoughts on Keep It Short, Ian. I'm chubby, but okay. Um, Awesome film. Can't wait for uh, Rogue One and uh, Episode 8. Leonard? Um, I absolutely loved it. I would probably go back and see it again, and I'm hoping for some answers in episode 8 Christopher yeah I was even with the problems it's still a great movie just the it would be nice if we got more answers that were comic or book or TV show related and were actually in the movie itself Dave uh, when I got home from seeing it, I instantly was pissed that I didn't already own it on Blu-ray to be able to watch <laughs> it many times that night. So I'm in it to win it, to see more, ep- see this episode again, see new episodes that continue this story. I probably am not as excited about the spinoffs or, or side ones, the anthology ones, but you know what? If this is the world we have to live in with this kind of Star Wars, it's, uh, it's cool. They got their sexy back. <laughs> Matt. Dave. You are like my spirit twin. <laughs> Everything you said, we're going to Dave the clone. Um, but uh, I thought it was, a, for what it was, it was a good movie. I completely agree with what you also said, Dave. When I left the movie the first time, I was like, I already own this movie on whatever the most expensive platform, <laughs> Blu-ray, digital, because I think this has solidified me as an invested Star Wars fan now. Mm. Like, yeah. actually fanboy versus, like, a third party, like, outside the group, so... I did like this. I am excited to see what answers they come up with, and hopefully they will be able to answer some of the questions. Hopefully. And (laughs) that they don't just kind of leave us dangling out there. They're all in a church. (laughs) 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 Okay. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining me, and we are going to go around the room again so everybody can tell tell the listeners where they can find you guys. And... um, whatever platforms you are on. So let's start with the West Coast. Ian. Uh, yes, this is Ian um, from the Geek Uprising. You can find me on Facebook, um, Twitter, Admiral Chewy. And uh, for platforms, Xbox One, uh, Woody King Pickle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Matt. 
Um, you can find me on the Blurds on Nerds podcast and also on Twitter uh, and Facebook at Blurds on Nerds. And uh, yeah, that's it. Chris. Uh, you can find me on several of the Nerd Element podcasts, including TV Talk, and on Twitter and Instagram at Hooligan10. Dave. Uh, you can find me on the, by the time this is airing, you'll be the newly launching Hollow Nine podcast. We're going to be on uh, hollow9.podomatic.com. That's the word hollow, the number nine, uh, followed by I-N-E. We like to do things very differently. Um, <laughs> we are at Hollow Nine Cast on Twitter. I'm also at Dave the Clone on Twitter. And our Facebook page is currently under construction, but will be there soon. Leonard? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at EnglishmanSDCC. You can find me on Google+, Facebook, uh, pretty much most platforms. But um, the best place to find out what I'm up to is at anenglishmaninsandiego.com. And also, every Sunday, we have ourselves the Cup of Tea, or Talking Copacom, a Cup of Tea with an Englishman in San Diego podcast, which uh, goes out live on Google+, and YouTube. And we have a new run of that starting on Sunday the 10th. <laughs> I know. I've, I, I've taken a couple of weeks off, and... Quite frankly, I've enjoyed the break, but I'm looking forward to getting back into it. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we're getting those uh, up and running. That will be uh, 10 o'clock West Coast, 1 p.m. East Coast, and 6 p.m. GMT. Okay, and I'm Sean Fangirl S., and you can find me on fangirlzone.com. Um, our email, if you want to send us anything, is fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. We are on Facebook under fangirlzone. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, I just have it under mine, which is Jetta528, which come join me and talk about various television shows. Right now I'm really into the sci-fi show Expanse and have been lucky enough to have, you know, the cast tweet back and forth and talk with it's me. It's so good. It's such a good show. And Did they uh, see your interview with them by then, Chance? Did they watch yes, the video? Uh, yep. Um, I believe they have. I know Cass have, Anvar has, and he's retweeted that one for me because we have our YouTube channel, just the Fangirl Zone. And come check it out. And I'm In super association excited. with Hollow Nine. It is. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because Dave does all my awesome video editing, and he's had like 10,000 pieces put on him at one time. <laughs> Dave yeah. rules. So, guys, again, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, everybody, for finding us and listening, and uh, we really appreciate it. Check out all these guys on their various podcasts, and come back and check out Fangirl Zone, and check out all my photos from the billions of cons that I feel like I've gone to. <laughs> and we're going to keep bringing you everything throughout the year from various cons. And, again, thank you, guys. Hopefully, we'll have you guys back on soon. So, until next time, this is Sean Fangirl S. coming from the Fangirl Zone. Bye. May the force be with Take you. Care. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Midi-chlorians rule. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs>